Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This is my special guest, Carolyn Gertin. I think I got that decently, maybe. (laughs) Carolyn, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, well, I, I, unlike most of your guests, I'm not a, a real estate professional. I'm an academic, and I guess I fall into your category of accidental landlord. Oh. I was uh, living in uh, Texas at, it, when the crash happened in, in 2008-2009, and uh, you know they were selling houses on the courthouse steps by the by droves at that point so it's like okay we're buying a house so you know <laughs> yeah. um so which you know we at that point we sort of thought of ourselves as kind of passing through texas we weren't uh, planning on staying the long term but we did buy a um a really nice house at you know less than 50 cent on the dollar what it would have been a year before so which was great oh yeah um, but we we bought it from this kind of dodgy house flipper <laughs> and, uh, and uh, we were a lot of years fixing fixing the problems that he caused oh. in the flip um, but uh, um, when we left Texas then it's like you know because we had bought the we'd, we'd only had Canadian dollars when we went to buy the house we didn't have a lot to put down as down payment because we had to convert our money and uh, and so it's like okay well I guess we're renting it because we didn't have enough equity in it to do anything else with it and so we turned it into a, a rental at that point. And it's not at all the kind of house we would have bought if we were going to buy a rental house. So that okay. has posed, you know, interesting problems because we bought the house we wanted, you know, and, and uh, but, you know, it has. So why like would, a, why would you say it's not a good rental? Is it too big or? Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit big. It's, it's like four bedrooms and three baths and it's on a big ravine lot. So there's like a lot of lawn maintenance to do. And, and uh, it's, uh, it's in a, a really nice neighborhood, but we just always, it's always challenging to get the, sort of the right, <laughs> the right people to rent it. Um, yeah. Because uh, it's, it's just, the, I, it's just kind of an oddball for a rental, really. Okay. Um, so it doesn't have, you know, kind of the high end features that people would want in Texas, people love their new builds. So ours is mid century modern. So, you know, it's got nice character and lots of features, but it's, uh, it's not necessarily what Texans want. At all. Right. <laughs> But still, you know? I, I found whenever I get those big houses and you, I've thought the same thing with some of mine, you're like, but you find the right person and you might have them for a longer period of time. Right? Well, and that's just it. When we do rent it out, then then we have people stay for years. So it, it's fine that way. But because we're doing it all from Canada, it, it you know, we've had these property management challenges. And so when we when we bought the property, because we had this kind of dodgy house flipper we were buying it from yeah. uh, the realtor recommended that we get a, a home warranty policy and and that was just a godsend because that well it first off it saved us thousands in in fixing the problems that he had caused with his you know dangerous wiring and leaky plumbing and everything else but yeah. um but once we we left and we came back to canada I mean, it meant we had really reliable 
uh, tradespeople who would come and do work. And, and uh, it's, it's just been an amazing way to do property management at a distance. So we still go down once a year and, and uh, you know, do kind of little maintenance stuff and, you know, do an inspection and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but for most of it, it's, it's just a phone call away and we get someone in there for plumbing or, or for furnace or air conditioning or. What's the process like for the home warranty? How does, how does it go? Like, so something breaks and then what happens? Tenant calls you or they call property manager and then, then what happens? Yeah. They call me they call and, uh, and then I, I book them in. So um, I, I pay an annual, there's an annual fee. So uh, it's, I, it's, you know, some complicated formula based on square footage, value of the house, you know, <laughs> how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I pay $65 a month, a flat fee. Yeah. And then whenever I need service, I just book it in online and tell them what the problem is. And they usually have someone there within 48 hours. That's pretty and, good. and there's a, a trip charge for each call as well. So, um, so that's, uh, it's a $75 charge, but that covers most things. Like even just to call a plumber in, I mean, it costs you more than that if you're not using a home warranty. So, um no, and, I, and then I, they come out and their work is all warranted so if there's a problem within 60 days they'll come back and and fix it and uh we just had wonderful luck with it i mean things like you know a built-in microwave burning out they'll come and they'll replace all the guts on the microwave really you know? really no. so yeah, that, that makes me wonder what what is covered and what's not covered yeah well <laughs> There's a list. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. pretty specific. Have you had any of yours like disallowed or you just knew that it wasn't covered? Have you had anything that wasn't, didn't fall into that? Yeah. Yeah. A few. Um, yeah. Like it only covers stuff within the walls of the home. So, uh, so like if the sewer, you know, outside the walls of the home, you know, if your sewer pipe fails, that's not covered. Yeah. Anything under the slab is not covered. Um, okay. The fridge is not covered. If you have to have a separate policy for a fridge, but okay. I, I don't know. I've always found with a fridge, if the fridge goes, it's the compressor anyways, and I need to replace it. So yeah, it's- exactly. uh, That's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's, it's kind of weird sometimes, like when uh, the water heater went, um, they, it was just after all the floods in Texas. So you couldn't get a plumber for, for any any money you know and uh they they sent their very frazzled plumber out and uh our our water heaters in a cupboard you know they put it in a cabinet yeah and uh and so he's like oh you know i have to come with a cabinet maker and we have to remake the cabinet I'm like what, <laughs> like, what? and so yeah. I, I i called a water <laughs> heater company and you know, and what, what was going on was they only had one size of water heater at this, this, this plumber and ours was, you know, tall and skinny and his was short and fat. And so, you know, I mean, it all would have been billed to the home warranty, but it was going to take several weeks and it was, you know, God knows what it would have looked like when it was done. So I, I took a payout from 
the the home warranty. Oh, and and I just got a a water heater company to come in. They were a lot faster than because plumbers were <laughs> not yeah. available, anyways. Yeah. Um. And they, you know, all that needed to be done actually was like a shelf needed to be removed in the closet because you know insulation standards have improved on water heaters in the last 10 years and so it was you know like two inches taller than the old one because it had extra installation or something but um but yeah so they just paid me for it and i got someone awesome. else to do it so <laughs> you know <laughs> but i had to pay for it up front and then they sent me a check back well that, that doesn't bother funny. me that's that's yeah <laughs> yeah and so um but they're kind of weird little clauses that you have to watch for like um when the the uh evaporator coil went on my air conditioner they they paid for that rep to replace it but they don't pay for things like the piping <laughs> you know or, or the freon they, fill up again or something yeah like they that. only pay for a, a very small amount of freon so you know uh, it's like 300 bucks more for the freon you know that sort of thing but still i mean it's such good value and uh, they're always available and the work's warranted. So if there's any problem within 60 days, they'll come back and fix it. And um, yeah. it's, it's just made it possible to be landlords at a distance for us. You know? Well, still, it, it allows you to be the landlord, right? Because, and then yeah. the Home Shield, or on which company do you use, actually? Yeah, American Home Shield. Okay, so yeah, I assumed it was American Home Shield. So, yeah, um, I think they're the biggest, so. But it allows you then um, the money that you would have paid to a PM uh, to you go and you know pay for the the repairs, right? It's kind of a, a give and take, which is kind of cool. Anyway, right? And I I can make requests from their client list as well. Like I have some of their plumbers, or you know, we we haven't had the best experience with, and so I can tell them, you know, please send this particular plumber instead, you know, so they give you that freedom that you can pick from their list. And uh, it's great. I mean, it's just, uh, it's really a godsend. So, um, but it does, you know, you still need to do all the other stuff <laughs> as a landlord, you know, like we have to go down and trim the trees and, you know, yeah. but that's the point at which we want our eyeballs on it anyways. And, you know, yeah. just do inspection and all that so you can also um pay them to do new installs like they'll do ceiling fans and toilets cool. and that kind of thing but i i don't know that that's the best value those those things i think they're probably better value on fixing things than but you know again but, but if, if, you're, I, if you're being the pm yourself that that's the way to get, <laughs> get it done right it's just that that's yeah and it's fast <laughs> and they're always available you know 24 7 so it's that's that's yeah. pretty great you know so back to your story so you you got this accidental <laughs> landlord in texas how do you transaction yes. to mich how do you transition sorry to michigan <laughs> <laughs> well well we came back and and then we became landlords here so we bought a duplex and and uh so we we're when you uh, say here you mean like ontario or bc yes, or okay yeah, okay so, okay yes so 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 we're landlords here as well with a, with a, a small yeah. duplex and that's been a great experience for us but we couldn't have done it if it hadn't been for for uh our texas experience and now i i'm working in in tax deeds i spent the last year learning the the ropes and the complexities of of tax deed purchasing and uh the michigan sales have been on this uh this fall 
And that, that's interesting too, like the tax deeds where they had like a, a memorandum. I know it's, it's state to state difference, but they, I guess. County up, to county different. County to county different. So they're, uh, they're, I'm guessing they're up and running again in Michigan or, or, this, or yeah, the county area. There's been this amazing transition with the pandemic where all of it's moved online, except for Texas um, <laughs> and Georgia. <laughs> but everybody else has moved all their sales online. So it's a lot more accessible now. And uh, Michigan, New York, and Florida are really Canadian friendly. So yeah. um, like some states like Oklahoma won't, won't let foreigners buy its property and that. Um, <laughs> oh. but, uh, <laughs> so. Okay, so, so you're looking at these, um, the list basically online, is there something you're looking for? Like I know I've heard from Casey Ross, he's looking for brick. Um, is there is there something you're looking for? Is How, how do you do any due diligence on this from a distance? It, it's really tough. I mean, they're really thorny and, you know, all the time, <laughs> you know, you can talk to people who, who did their one tax deed sale and they went in and they bought their beautiful, you know, three bedroom bungalow. And then when they went to see it, there was, you know, just a burned out wreck on the lot. Oh. So, you know, you, you have to know what you're doing. You have to inspect it, you know, cause it, in the county picture, they may only give you one photo, they which may not show you that the back of the house is gone, you know, right? Oh, or, God, yeah. Or whatever, you know, because a lot of these properties have been sitting empty for three years, four years, five years. Um, sometimes they have squatters in them. Sometimes they have angry former owners that refuse to leave. Now, in Michigan, they're pretty good. They, um, they, they, um deed transfers to the state or to the county yeah and so um you get it with um you get it with a quit claim deed so in some places you have to actually go through the whole foreclosure play process yourself and you know, yeah long involved legal process and all that but michigan's clean and often they'll give you uh pictures of the interiors as well which is you know yeah. <laughs> yeah to get you started uh, anyway yeah yeah exactly because uh well i mean some people have really deep pockets and and they're going to gut it back to the walls anyways but me i'm looking for stuff that's like that i can either sell right away or that's wind and water tight and i yeah. can turn into a rental or you know yeah. actually use, you know i'm i'm not a house flipper so I don't right. want to do that. But as well, during the pandemic, there are no tradespeople available. So you really, uh, it's really hard to get people to do work. So it's, uh, you know, it's tough. But what I look for mostly are uh, um, buildable lots. Okay. And uh, if, if you're selling land, it's a great place to buy land um, because houses are hot. <laughs> I saw a lot of houses go for higher than retail. Yeah. um you know and i thought you know oh well, in michigan like you could buy a house for forty thousand dollars so i thought oh i could get some really good deeds on houses in the yeah. in the tax sale but you know if they're wind and water tight there's not a lot of deals happening and they most of them are still cheaper than you know it would be to buy them but <laughs> outright. so but, i know i haven't looked at it into michigan at all but what i when i was looking in other states a lot of times you're not allowed to go see the property beforehand is that the case in michigan 
oh, you can't go in. No, yeah. you, can, you can only look, look at it from the curb. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, uh, so it's a tough, so, right? Like it's hard, like you, like when I am going to buy from a wholesaler, I like to send a contractor in to take a look, does it get know what I'm in for, right? And uh, for that, you're, you're, you, I'm guessing you're getting these at a pretty significant discount to what the retail value would be because you're taking the you know risk to reward payouts, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, well, it used to be, I mean, this year, because it's such a hot real estate market, um, you know, you could maybe make the 70% rule, but yeah, less okay. than that, it was, it was pretty hard. I mean, it used to be, you could buy them for 20, 30, 50 cents on the dollar, yeah. not this year. <laughs> so hard, so, huh? yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, everybody's desperate to, to buy something. So, um, but you know, I mean, it depends on the County as well. You can, you can cherry pick your counties like in, in Lansing in Michigan, which is, a market I would like because there's a lot of university rentals there, you know, yep. um, they in the in the county sale, they tell you, you have to sign an affidavit saying this will not be rental property that I that you could only buy it as a primary. Oh, resident. So, so, yeah, so we don't shop in Lansing. <laughs> you know? yeah. So well, are you allowed to yeah. flip it then? Like, could you you could renovate it and you, you know, because you're not, it's not a, it depends on what other clauses are in there, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, you know, so, so we look at other counties, but, <laughs> but so you said vacant, lo you said vacant lots. Um, mm -hmm. What's the strategy? Are you planning on building houses or are you trying to uh, resell them? No, yeah, I would sell them. So, um, I mean, Michigan, there's a lot of uh, great cottage lots, really nice, close to the water. You know, they've already got, uh, utilities to the at, through the road you know and yeah. uh um they don't they don't sell for a lot of money but <laughs> but uh they don't cost you a lot either at a tax deed sale i mean um i saw some nice um you know like 40 percent of an acre half acre lots that were selling for you know like three grand yeah and then um then they, you sell them and I don't know, you don't have to tell me your numbers for selling, but um, what kind of timelines, like how long do you have to hold these properties? So like, uh, they, they sit on the market for like, is it like a 30 days, like a, a year? Like how long do you, before they, someone wants them? Um, well, you get the deed within 60 days in Michigan. Okay. So it's, it's really fast. It's nice. Um, if you buy a house, they give you, you have the right to go and make it secure so you know like if it needs a, a new roof or it it needs you know the doors are open or the windows are are blown out or whatever you can go and do that work um but they recommend you not do you know do any other renovations until you you have the deed in hand and if there's someone living in it then you're you're also limited in terms of what you can do until you've actually got the deed so Right. Um, although you can start the process with cash for keys or something like that, you know, but, um, but it, you know, if you sell them under market, you can flip them really fast. So either houses or, or lots, um, because right now people want to move out of big cities. It's a really great time to buy land. Um, builders are, are looking for good lots. And if you can find, um lots in subdivisions you know it's uh they're 
they're perfect because they've already been primed. There may have been a house there that that is now gone or you know or yeah. it not been built but one thing i discovered is um you know make sure you talk to planning and zoning because one one lot i saw which was like you know my my winter lot i was in a what looked to be a developing subdivision you know it was it had paved road it had utilities it had nice houses all around it when i talked to the um the planning um god dude whatever his title is <laughs> yeah um he told me that in fact this this was a subdivision frozen in time that when the crash happened they just left everything they didn't finish anything they abandoned it and he said Ooh. no builder would ever build there <laughs> it was just like oh. it it you know like from google maps from everything else it, it looked like an ideal lot but in fact, they, they never finished the infrastructure and a lot of those seemingly nice houses and new houses all around it um, were shells. They, they were never completed. The roads weren't paved, the utility lines weren't run, that sort of thing. So you really need to you know, be informed. You have to talk to the tax assessor, you have to talk to land records, you have to talk to planning and zoning. So it's a lot of labor for not always a lot of money, um, but, you know, it's those home runs that that make it worthwhile. You don't have to buy a lot in a year, a lot of properties in a year to make some pretty decent money with it. But uh, it's probably yeah. uh, a little bit too much labor for most people who want to buy house <laughs> because it, it's ninety percent research, right? So. That makes a lot of sense. How big are these lists too? Like you're going through what a hundred houses, a thousand houses, hundred? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. Like I think the uh, Genesee County one was about 900 properties. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's uh, now you can, uh, I mean, you can search in different ways. You can look at just lots. Um, you can look at just, you know, single family homes. You can pull out just multi family out of their lists. Um, you can pull commercial. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, let's transition quickly to the last part of this. So you're doing the tax deeds and then what are you doing nowadays what do you uh, well <laughs> <laughs> well i teach digital communication and we have a um we have a small company where we we can help people with uh their storytelling for whatever they they're doing so we can design presentations we um can do story branding um uh, we um do motion graphics video editing um user-centered design, um, editing. I do, uh, you know, as an academic, you know, I have my PhD, I, I teach at Western. Um, you know, I also do a lot of structural editing. So if you've got your your book, you got your real estate book, you know, yeah, <laughs> I can no. really help you shape it into, you know, something that'll be a bestseller. I mean, and, uh, you know, cause it's not just words. So there's a, you know, a pretty, uh, it's a complex structure, right? A, a book, and so I, I specialize in in both copy editing and structural editing. Um, but we do all kinds of digital strategies, video editing, motion graphics. Um, you know, we we really do tailor made yeah. solutions for for small business entrepreneurs and professionals.
we may be, we may have to have a discussion afterwards. I have all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <when I go. laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome, Carolyn. Uh, if people want to get a hold of you uh, for those services or to quick chit chat about tax deeds or whatever, what's the best way to uh, to track you down? Um, well, the easiest way is is just my email, just carolyn.garretin at gmail.com and uh, or Queensland Properties um, is uh, is our company. So Queensland Properties at protonmail.com will, will also reach us. Thank you for coming on the show, Carolyn. I really appreciate it. Um, I love talking about this home warranty stuff. I think you're the second person I've had to come on here. And I'm like, every time I'm like, I have more questions to figure out about this before I jump in myself, but I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go and tax deeds and tax liens and having being working in a tax deed state is. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Oh. Good to be here. Okay. okay. Bye now. Bye.